I'm Emma G. Rose, author of Contemporary Fantasy and Mythological Weirdness. I'm Shelley Shearer, author of Urban Fantasies and Cozy Mysteries. Welcome to Indie Book Talk. Join us as we explore the expanding universe of indie books. We're recording now. Hi, and welcome back. This week, we're finding out what Emma has been reading. What have you got for us? I have been reading this book called Lost in a Dream by R.E. Fury, Mm. and it is in fact fantasy. It does have a fantasy title. So good. Title fits. Title fits. Cover is beautiful. It's like this beautiful like cloudscape thing with a guy with a sword, and he's got this really intense posture, and he's standing on like a hilly something. But he's all in silhouette, so all you can see is just like this black figure with a sword, and it's it's very like, pick me up and read me right now, please. Swords are a win. They are. They are. And and I like that the detail of this cover, which it will, we'll include that in the show notes, and hopefully you'll go look at the book, but the detail of the cover, the sword that the guy is holding looks like the sword, which is well described in the book. Oh. Like it has very specific pommel and, and hilt, and that's described, and you can see it in the silhouette. That's a nice touch. Right? I hate it when the character or something looks completely different than what they describe. (laughs) Yeah, but this is spot on. It's great. So this cover really sucked me in. Um, And I I kind of, I mean, I loved the title already, but then I saw the cover and I was like, yes, please. Okay, but before you go any further, what made you go for this book? Was it recommended? Did you just browse it? So I follow this guy on Instagram. And he does this cool thing. On, and I do, don't ask me how I found him on Instagram because I don't remember. But what I do know is he does this cool thing where he tells like miniature stories. So he, he has like prompts and then he'll tell you a story in like five swipes on Instagram. Oh, cool. <laughs> so it's like, you know, a couple of hundred words. Um, and I really liked his little stories. They were they're engaging and just like interesting. And his use of language was interesting, like words he chooses. And so when I saw the book cover when he mentioned his book and he, he had the book cover and I was just like, I like all his little stories and his book cover is just awesome. So yeah. And then I read the back, like the description. And then I, I was like, I couldn't buy it fast enough. I was like, <laughs> click the button. So do you want to, do you want to hear the description? Oh, it's wonderful. Ready? Ready? Oh. Okay. If dreaming is a drug, then I'm a junkie. Ooh. For most people, sleeping is an obstacle, something to get out of the way so they can get back to their life. For others, it is an escape to nothing, a blissful break from the wares of life. It's the opposite for me. I live so that I can dream. I trudge through work so that I can go home and close my eyes, awakening in the real world, the one where dreams do come true, a place where I can fight a dragon instead of my ever-disappointed boss, where I'm a warrior instead of a glorified telemarketer, a place where I matter. There's more, but that's the, I was done. I was, (laughs) I was hooked. I will read this now. (laughs) I I will read this now. And there is a detail. There's also a detailed color photo of the sword on the back of the book. So if you're a sword junkie, like there's a lot here to enjoy. Um, Is this the first book of a series or a standalone? I believe it to be a standalone. If if there is more, he hasn't mentioned it. um, And it definitely felt complete. So I mean, I could, you could, I suppose, do another story with this character, but the whole like dream situation is really well wrapped up. Okay. By the end of the story. Well, I love his marketing technique of doing the the small stories on Instagram. I'd never heard of that before. That's pretty cool. 
I love it. I just, it just seems so labor intensive. Like how do you have time to write a whole book and also write 10 billion of these little posts on Instagram? Right. I mean, that's, that's a lot. I'm going to have to go check him out now, but that's, that's, that sounds intriguing. I can't even keep He's up with our... social media. <laughs> right? Like, like I post pictures every now and then and I'm like, okay, I'm done. He is r.e.fury on Instagram. I mean, I get the concept now. So yeah. while he's dreaming, is he like supposed to be astral traveling? Did he step through a doorway? What what kind of concept are we working with here? Okay, okay. So there's so much here. So you start the story in the dream. And you're pretty sure that you're in the dream. Because if you've read the back of the book, you're like, okay, this has got to be the dream part. Mm-hmm. Because he's like a guy and he's got armor and he's fighting monsters. And, you know, like it's intense. Right. And so chunks of the book are like action adventure with like swords and wizards and like monsters. And, you know, like you're playing D&D or something, mm-hmm. but like super intense, very de- detailed descriptions. Um, and then he'll wake up in the real world and like drag himself to work in his cubicle and like hang out with people that he doesn't really, he's not really sure he likes. And like, it's, it's the fantasy parts are so fantastic and the real life parts are so mundane that it's really, it's really striking like how they go together. And the thing is I say mundane, but I don't mean boring. I actually found the real life parts almost more engaging than the fantasy. Because the fantasy is, you know, it's it's like slasher. You know, there's like there, he's out there and he's fighting things, and it's his dream. So, like for the most part, at least at the beginning, it kind of all goes his way. Um, so like at first, it's just it's just wish fulfillment more than anything, mm-hmm. and then, and so you get to real life, and you're like, oh, okay, here we go. There's like actual challenges, you know, um, and. He's actually, it's funny because the character thinks very little of himself. He's very, he's self-effacing. He's, he's just like, he's clearly, you know, not in a great place. Mm-hmm. Um, but you as the reader are like, oh, I kind of like this guy. Like, <laughs> I wish, I wish he'd kind of, you know, perk up a little because he seems like he's an okay guy, you know? <laughs> yeah. But does he change who he is in the dream or is he always the same type of person? Oh no! In, he is like he has a whole persona in the dream. He has a name, and he has a a, a castle, oh. and he has a girlfriend, and he has who may or may not be a real person. That's part of the part of the exploration: is is she real or is she in the dream? Oh, so she might be like in the office next door, kind of thing. But... Yeah, yeah, but you don't you don't know, and he doesn't know hmm. for a good chunk of the book. And then when he does know, he's not sure he knows, <laughs> and. He's like still on this, like trying to, is she, isn't she kind of deal. Um, but the thing about this book, the, the thing that really m- makes me want to recommend it to people. Well, there are two things. Okay. One thing that makes me want to recommend it to people is that the author's persona, the, the author as a person just seems so genuine. Okay. Like you read his his little blurbs, you read even like the the thank yous in the back of the book. And he just seems like the kind of person who's like, I wrote this book because I had to, because I had this story and I had to write it. And then I was worried nobody would like it. And then my girlfriend was like, no, people will like it. And so you should read it. And so like, you just want to hug him. You just want to be like, go you. Yeah. So like, I want everyone to buy this book. So this guy realizes that like, he's done a really cool thing here. All right. Everyone go show this guy some love. Yes. Uh, so that that's, that's point one. Point two is his and I kind of alluded to this earlier, but his word choices, his use of language is so interesting. 
Mm. And like some people you read and they use a pretty simple vocabulary you know not that they're simple or even that the writing's simple but that the individual words are simple and you know what they mean right and then there are people who use really inflated vocabularies and you're like okay bro yeah. like calm down <laughs> i do not want to pull out my dictionary to talk to you but he uses a fairly simple vocabulary in a complicated way hmm. so the word choices are not words i would have used but when he uses them they kind of make you stop and think about things and i read something somewhere that great writing was supposed to make you see everyday life in a new way mm -hmm. And I feel like that's what his writing does because it makes you stop and and hear something and be like, is that true? It is. That is what that's like. And I think that's really powerful. And not everyone can do that. I'm intrigued. <laughs> right? So I have a couple, I have a couple of places I marked and I still have to find them. Oh, this is this one. This one was fabulous. So I'm gonna read you. Uh this is from page 148, but it's not giving anything away. Food still in my mouth, I stopped chewing and stared at the peanuts poking out between the slices of wheat bread in my hand. Each chunk was a galaxy in the creamy peanut butter universe, quintillions of atoms in every star, planet, and peanut. I took another bite. I am the almighty devourer of worlds. <laughs> right? <laughs> and that's more or less a, a, a solid representation of the writing style of this book. I will never eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich the same. <laughs> Don't you just want, like, I am a devourer of worlds. And then you get, like, that peanut butter, like, where you can't talk right because you've got, like, <laughs> You're devouring. You don't need to talk. This is right. That's right. No, I like the style. That's That sounds fun. It, it, it's just, it's so interesting. And it's interesting how the two worlds, and I can't really tell you how the two worlds interact without giving away kind of the denouement of the book. So I'm not going to. Um, but what I can say is it's satisfying. You might start out and be like, okay, yeah, wish fulfillment, swords, yep. But the, the, the deeper you get, the more invested you are. And it's really, it is, it is a satisfying ending. And it's one of those where you close the book and you're like, oh, I still want to hug the author. <laughs> so how much time do you spend in dreamland versus real world? It's almost 50-50. Okay. It really is. And it starts in dreamland. And on, like, if I'm being honest, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to warn readers about this because I don't want you to stop reading because of this, but the early section is, it's almost too long in dreamland at first mm -hmm. because you're not quite oriented. And so, you know, you're in dreamland and it is a lot of slashing and there's a battle, um, but you don't. Aside from he wants to win this, there's not a whole lot of like, what are the stakes mm -hmm. here? Um, but if you get through that, then it all comes together. So it's it's totally worth continuing that read. So hang out a little bit till you're invested. Yeah, yeah. Like hang out in the dream world. Just enjoy the the slasherness of it, and you know, you'll you'll thank me when you get to the end. And when I say slasher, I don't want anyone to think it's not super gory. You know, it's not one of those books that's going to keep you up at night or make you sick or anything. It's, <laughs> it really is like video game slasher. Like you, I actually, for, if I hadn't read the back of the book, I might've thought I was in a video game. Hmm. Like the guy was going to like take off his VR helmet, mm -hmm. you know? Um, it was and, more like playtime. He was just out there doing stuff. Yes. At the very beginning. And then of course stuff gets real because 
Otherwise, we wouldn't have a story. So is his day-to-day world kind of like Joe versus the volcano? I don't know. Oh, my God. His day-to-day world is like the world's most boring day-to-day. It's like, it's so sad. (laughs) And so there's like a little piece of everyone, I think, who will be like, oh, yeah. Where he, he, he gets up and he doesn't want to get up because he's had this wonderful dream and now it's like, oh, great, now I get to go to work. And he puts on like the same basic outfit he wears every day mm-hmm. and he trudges to work and he does a stupid job that involves like calling people and trying to sell them stuff that they don't want. And then his he has like two friends at work, one of whom he's not really sure likes him and the other one is kind of a He's one of those guys, you know, he's that guy. He has like a new girlfriend every five minutes and he's like, he's always trying to set this guy, this main character guy up with someone and it like, main character guy is like barely interested in his life, never mind someone else's. So he's just so, he's so sad. (laughs) And you do, you just want him like, be like, be better. I have to finish this book so I can see you get better. I know you will. I I know it. And he does. Well, good. Because otherwise it'd be like, no, I'm not reading it. There's, there's no happy. <laughs> it is happy. It is. It's it's far more moving than I ever expected from this book. There is there's much more depth than I expected based on any, the cover, based on the descriptions, based on the beginning. The, the depth is real and it is very, very deep hmm. in a satisfying way. Now, is this a big chunk of a book? How many pages are we talking here? Well, that's an interesting thing. This, this book's about 320. 25 pages-ish. But the reason I say it's interesting is because I think that the formatting's a little weird. Hmm. I, I, Looking at it compared to other books that I have, um, I feel like the text is a little bigger than I'm used to, and the the indents are a little more indenty. (laughs) So I get the feeling that perhaps the author did his own formatting. Um, And it's not, it's not bad. You know, it's not like unreadable or even particularly distracting. Just every once in a while, you're like, wow, there's a lot of white space on this page. Um, Did you have a paperback or are you doing like a Kindle? Like a. I I have it in paperback. Okay. I I have it in paperback. The other thing that's weird, interesting, um, is he uses text messaging a few times uh, when he's in the real world. And he actually has like a screenshot of of a phone, basically. Um, So it's got like a time and like how how strong the battery is. (laughs) And... So it's it's kind of funny because you'll you'll flip to it and it'll show you like this is a conversation with Mike and it's Jax is the is the main character and Mike is the guy with the many girlfriends mm-hmm. and they're having this conversation and it's via it's via text message but then the next time you see messages between them the previous messages are like further up the screen <laughs> so it's almost like I, I kind of feel like the author may have gotten one of his buddies to be like hey man text me these exact things and he just took screenshots you know he just wants to bring you into his world yeah and he does a really good job of that i think all right so based on this you're going to read another book this person writes i would absolutely read another book he writes i am i am excited to see what he comes up with next and his little stories on instagram are always kind of fun um they they go off in interesting directions and they're usually again a little bit deeper than you think they're going to be um so yes, read the book. Don't be don't don't be put off by the somewhat odd formatting sometimes. It's it's well worth the read. And follow the dude on Instagram because you know, free stories. Who doesn't want those? Yeah, any kind of entertaining stories, go for it. Yay. Yeah. Oh, and my friend sent me a uh, a meme today. And it was funny because she didn't know I was reading this book, but she sent me this meme and I have to tell you about it. Because it's it, it's a 
a conversation between God and man. Mm -hmm. And God says, you've probably 70 or 80 years at most before you die, ideally. And man says, oh, I will make the most of, God interrupts, you'll be unconscious for one third of the time. (laughs) Man says, uh, God leans in, that'll be your favorite part. (laughs) So it was like weirdly appropriate for the book I was reading. (laughs) 